I gotta say one thing about all of you people here. I'm very proud of you. You see, last week I asked people... I had a deadline, too. Um, I asked you people for the worst songs you guys have ever heard. And the thing is, I asked for a list. I wanted at least 100. And you guys absolutely crushed it. But you cheated. So I don't know if I can count it. I only needed 100 songs. And after doing the math, I've gotten 12... No, hang on. Let me do the math here correctly. I gotta be absolutely sure, because I didn't believe the number. Okay, in total, 16,000 songs. 16,000 songs. And it's, it doesn't help that one of you... Oh, okay, never mind. You know what? Let's just jump in. We got a long episode. All right. Hi, host of the Meet Read Podcast here. L listen, I do appreciate that a lot of you people took the time and answered the uh, the Twitter question of what's the worst song you've ever heard. And the truth is, a lot of people did not participate, but the ones who did were a big help. A little, a little too big of a help. The only problem is, right? I, 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 I all right. I'm not pointing names, but one of you broke the unspoken rule. Listen, you can't just use the entire discography of someone you don't like. I'm sorry, but that's cheating. There's a reason that we didn't have that rule. You know what? I should have mentioned the rule, but like, I thought I went without speaking, right? Two artists, like entirely, right? Like one of them who's notorious for having what, 15,000 songs done under their name. Look, I can't listen to that much in one week. I'm only human. After all, I'm on the hill. Look, we're on music, okay? I'm not going to listen to the entire discography of Youngblood. Or Kodak Black, you know? But, okay, I get where you're coming from. You don't like their music. I get it. But there were some songs that a lot of people agreed were terrible. That, uh, I don't know how to put this. Um, one of them is just like a... It's like a song for kids. And I feel like a lot of people were very... What's the word? Um, they were a lot. They were very adamant that this song sucks. You know, like this song's awful. But like, it's a song for kids. You know, we can't judge a song for kids as adults because it's like it's gonna be goofy, it's gonna be silly, and it might suck. You know, it is what it is. Stacy, on the other hand, coming out as hard with some music from let's see, what's the band called? Because <laughs> these songs, remember, the thing we universally agree on is that they're not good. Chris Debra, Lady in Red. 26 million views? Hang on, let me hear this again. Alright, I just got back from hearing this song. It's one of those 80s songs, um, but I can understand it like playing everywhere. You know, one of those songs that it's constantly on repeat. Again, Paola. Remember that. That's been around for a long time. So, because of Paola, this song has nostalgic value to some people, but to those who didn't fall victim to Paola, they think it's annoying. And I can honestly understand why. It sounds very generic. Just Lady in Red. Just over and over and over again. It's not good but it's not bad i'm not gonna say it sucks i'm not gonna go that far but i'm gonna say it's like i could understand fully if you were constantly hearing it on the radio you would quickly get tired of it but that's payola baby that's showbiz that, that's the business i mean okay the same person uh shared another song which was fuck i think they meant to share this one and they shared the other one by accident because this one i understand it sucks black lace agado that let me put my phone down. Let me take my glasses off. We all know what that means. 
That song was ass. I mean, okay, I remember last time we talked about music, we mentioned the whole... Damn, what was it? Um, There was this genre of music. It's specifically made for kids who are learning. It's like, um, it's like something you would see in Schoolhouse Rock. There we go, Schoolhouse Rock. But it's about fruit. And it's, it's just not good. It's very dated. You know what I mean? I hear it. Even with nostalgic glasses, it does not look good. When I have glasses and it don't look good, you know that shit's bad. So I don't even bother putting it on. Because it looks like shit. Sounds like shit. What am I talking about? It's a song. It's very. It's like a British song. I don't know. I say I don't know like that's an okay answer. No, it's not. Um, it's just an annoying song. It's very out of date, I would say. Uh, let's see what else. What else? Diggy coming in with the hard ones. Uh, there's a song called Halloween by Marco Buono. How do I say that? Marco Buono featuring Legends of Horror. This is the song I was talking about that's mostly specific for like little kids. I'm talking like 7, 12-year-olds. 7 to 12-year-olds, you know? Something like that. Um, not quite toddlers, just like little kids, you know? Above a toddler, essentially. And this is like one of those feel-good songs. It's like, it's Halloween time. Yeah, trick-or-treating. You know, one of those songs. I never cared for those, even as a kid. There's something as a child that that adults don't understand. It's that... At least for me specifically, I don't know about other kids, but me specifically, when I talk too down like I'm a child, even though I am a child, I do not like that. I find a disrespectful aura to it, you know? It's like adults feel like, I am higher than you, kind of thing. Now as an adult, that, that's kind of the reason why when I'm talking to kids, I don't talk to them like I would talk to a child, like, oh, he's so cute. It's more like, hey, what's up? You want a, you want a juice box? And like, yeah, sure, I got one. Like, yeah, what's up, man? What's going on? We'll put on the game. <laughs> I, I wish I was joking, but like, some people can attest to that. Like, when I'm meeting their kids, it's like, I don't care how old they are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to them like I'm talking to an adult. Like, I know they're kids, you know. I know they want a little juice box. Maybe they want to watch Coco Melon or some shit. By the way, no one recommended Coco Melon, and I thank you all. No, no one recommended that fucking Baby Shark song either. However, it's like YouTube knows when you're looking for certain songs, when you're just browsing music in general, it gets to a point where the algorithm doesn't know what you're doing anymore. And it just shoots, um, it just shoots you the most popular songs that are out there. I got recommended baby shark five or six times. And I got to tell you, I've heard the song before. I don't care too much for it, but at the same time, a song on its own, right? The song on its own, it's just kind of annoying. What gets people is when they're constantly hearing it over and over and over again on their child's tablet, then it gets annoying, and then the kids start singing it, you know? There was a time, there was, I think a few years ago, all the little kids were singing it, playing it at full blast in the fucking Denny's while someone's trying to have breakfast, you know? That was annoying. But, you know, credit where credit is due, that video got a shit ton of views. If you look at the original, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money those kids made. So, a kudos to them, I guess. Having said that, I, I think I think I just pissed someone off by saying the song's not that annoying. But then again, I don't have kids, so it's not like I was constantly berated by it. It was just kind of um, one of those songs that gets stuck in your head. It's meant to be repetitive, and it's meant to get stuck in your head. It's that simple. I'm proud that you guys did all the song sharing that you could, but at the same time, I'm upset that none of you mentioned Imagine Dragons. At the very least, I was at first. Until I realized that Imagine Dragons is so underwhelming that people didn't even bother mentioning them in a bad category. They were so... I don't know how to explain it. 
I guess they've been ripped on long enough. It's not even that. There was a time where the, um, the singer himself actually came out and said, I'm worried about our fans being bullied for being the nerdy kids. Well, I gotta say, when they first came out, that was ex that was absolutely the case. Like, I don't know how to explain it. One of those you had to be there moments, you know what I mean? It's one of those things from your youth that you look at and you think, well, yeah, that's exactly what happened. The problem is, it's not like you can go back and change the past, you know what I mean? Although you can lie about it in the future, which, scary enough, is how things work. You know what I mean? Just look at Joseph Stalin. <laughs> am I really comparing <laughs> Imagine Dragons to Joseph Stalin? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. My boy Roman coming in at the right time, too. There was a song that he mentioned, right? It's called Rich Flex by Drake. I agree, that song's ass. Or at the very least, it's a bit weird to me, you know what I mean? 21, can you do something for me? Every time I hear the song, I just think of that one meme where they got... They got those people, um... Damn, I don't know how to explain it. It looks like a Bitmoji dancing, and they made Drake, like... They gave him these big-ass earrings, makeup done, on fleek or whatever. Whatever you call it. And he's just, like, twerking on stage, going, 21, can you do something for me? <laughs> oh, God. I remember that being, um, when it first came out, there was a news anchor, too, that actually just straight up said it, too, um, in the most dry, humorless way possible. I guess dry humor is a thing, right? So he just kind of went up on the mic and said, can you do something for me? But, like, like that. Like, exactly like that. No music or anything. I don't remember the context that he used it in, but look it up, um, news anchor Rich Flex, and it's, it's kind of funny. Kind of. Uh, while we're on the topic of Drake memes... There's also that one where um, Justin Wang recently posted it where it says that feeling when knee surgery is tomorrow and it's just Drake dancing, the hotline bling. Uh, I, I don't I don't understand it, right? I also commented on that picture saying there was 25 plus knee surgery memes. There's a market for that. I thought that was weird. But at the same time, there's a, there's a meme for just about everything. And I learned that when I was back on Facebook, you know, some years ago. By some, I mean quite a bit. I deleted my Facebook years ago, but... Never went back. Anyway, I found that there was niche meme pages for just about any subject. I mean, there was one for truck driving, which is not that surprising. There's quite a lot of people that do that. There's one for people who um, trim their hedges. There's one for people who vacuum their carpet. There's one for people who take multivitamin gummies. I don't get it. You know what I mean? It's just that niche. That, that really weird niche that every single meme can just... Anything can be a meme, and anything can be can have a meme made of it you know what i mean and that's funny to me but i don't know it's just so strange seeing that and thinking what can be a meme next you know what i mean anything and everything and that includes mummy chalk memes which by the way i thought was funny as fuck but the thing is it turns out not no one else did no one else thought it was funny the name is goofy as fuck mummy chalk come on that's so weird it's little it's literally just a fish Last week, I remember mentioning Vaporwave. This week, I learned... Part of them still exists. And I gotta be honest. I love hearing that. Because I absolutely love Vaporwave, and its subsidiaries have grown. What do I mean by that? Well, Happy Saturday Records on TikTok just posted a song, and it's beautiful. I gotta tell you right now. It's transitioned from weird, aesthetic Vaporwave kind of stuff to liminal spaces, dead malls, abandoned malls... Stuff like that. Vapor vinyls, what this one is. And it's called Yes, We're Open. This song specifically is Aisle 6, Memories, Regrets, and Wishes. I'm going to listen to that later. That's beautiful. I love that. So yeah, it, I'm happy to say you can hear that clicking too. Um, 
I'm happy to say that Vaporwave seems to be alive and well, and thriving almost. Like, I've noticed that the community is massive. Like, I, I miss this community. I'm, I'm so glad I'm back. Feels good. It's like visiting an old friend and seeing that nothing's changed. Um, if anything, they just developed into someone much better. I I'm excited. You can hear it in my voice. You know me. I'm a music nerd. I'm Anthony Fantano. Be damned. Also, someone else mentioned um, one of the songs. Okay, I I'm going back and forth a lot here, right? Someone mentioned that Metallica's new album sucks. The entire discography. Or not the entire discography. Just the, the new album. I have not heard it yet. Let me check it out. Huh. Okay, I listened to the album, I gave it a chance, gave it one or two listens. It's okay, I mean... I wouldn't say it's like the worst song I've ever heard, you know? I, I'm not gonna go off and say, damn, this album sucks ass. Uh, not the case at all, I think, I don't know. I, I actually listened to it now, gave it a chance, and now that I'm listening to it, I've got one or two songs in the album that I'm gonna have on my playlist. Which is a massive playlist, so I'm actually gonna scrap the whole thing and start over. There's a song on the album called Sleepwalk My Life Away. It's more like my style of music, to be honest, which is uh, slightly heavier, the really heavy bassy side of it. I do like the bass. I do like a good bass on a song. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I was expecting much worse. You know what I mean? I was expecting far worse from the specific person who mentioned it on Twitter, which I get it. It's not your cup of tea. It's not your cup of liquefied hot leaf water. What am I saying? Sorry, I'm a little distracted because um, by the time you hear this song, um, by the time you hear this podcast episode, there's going to be a new episode on the YouTube channel. We went to the zoo. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm not going to lie. It was really fun. I had a, I had a great time. I just thought I'd make a goofy little video while you guys wait for the other stuff. I am working on this other video, but I can't for the life of me find this prop. And I looked it up online and everything, right? I'm also trying to make it like as cheap as possible because it is a messy episode, but I'm not, I'm also not trying to spoil things, but it's really hard not to. In fact, one of my props, I got rid of a weeks, weeks ago, like last year, because I've been planning this video for a while, but I, I just, I don't know. The more I make it, the more I think this has to be taken out. This has to be taken out. I'm a perfectionist when it comes to certain videos. This specific one is going to be one of those weird ones. If I do it wrong. But if I do it right, it'd be funny. It'd be nice. It'd be a good humor and chuckle. Whatever. Enough about it. Anyway, the new Metallica album. Check it out. It's okay. Um, they had this template thing going on last week. Last week? They still have it going on where you can make your own album cover. And I used it to make the cover art for the last episode. I don't know if you guys noticed. It's a Meat Wheat Podcast fucking sucks. That's what it, that it, was, um, that's what it was called. I think I should address something. Fuck it. I'm paying for Twitter Blue. Am I proud of it? No. But you know what gets attention to the podcast and to the episodes and to the the fucking the the Twitter and everything? Rage clicks. When people see that blue check mark, I essentially have a target on my back. Are people going to hate me for it? Yes. Yes, I am. Yes, I'm going to be hated. And I'm hating myself a little bit, but the truth is a lot of people are roasting my ass online. And it's going to happen. The thing is, it gets more attention to the, you know, to the podcast. And if that's what I got to do to get more attention, more I, all eyes on me, you know what I mean? If that's what I got to do, I'm going to fucking do it, okay? All in the name of entertainment. Only this time, I'm the clown getting pies thrown at him. Fuck it, I'm used to it. This is actually nothing new. I've done it before. I know it works. That's why I'm doing it. 
you know what? While we're on the topic um, of Twitter and little issues, right? I gotta point someone out right now. I, I last week I pointed out uh, Illuminati, uh, you know her um, her channel or Lumi, I, uh, as some people call her. The thing is, her YouTube videos are great, but I'm just now learning that on her Twitter, she's fucking toxic. So you know what? I'm I'm just gonna say that right now. She deleted the tweet too. Yeah, that's so fucking sweet, man. Fuck you, man. Damn, I'm really beefing over someone who's never even heard of me. That's funny. But yeah, that's, um, I don't know. I thought it was awkward for me because it's like, okay, I shared their video and I happily told people, go watch it. You're amazing. Only to find out that, yeah, um, off, off YouTube, they're kind of toxic. So make of that what you will. Support them or don't. I unsubscribe, to be honest, but if you don't, I get it too. She does have some good content. It's just the fact that she's tried to um, she tried to claim that Legal Eagle is stealing her editing style, even though, one, his channel is older than yours, and two, it's literally a template on whatever editing software you're using. It's that simple. You own the concept of ripped paper. What the fuck does that mean? Back to the music. I need to get off the fucking controversy. Okay, uh, so now that we're speaking on music again, NoFX is doing their last tour ever, supposedly, before the band breaks up. I don't know if I'm going to watch them. The thing is, I like the band. It's just, uh, they're punk rock, okay? I like the band, but I wouldn't really go out of my way to watch them live. From what I've seen online, it's that's all I need, you know? Whenever you watch a show live, you tend to see better stuff, better angles when you're, um, when you see it online. Cause it's like, yeah, they have different camera angles. It looks way cooler. You can see more pyrotechnics, but in person, it's like, all I hear is a blaring speaker and I'm way back here and everyone's going, ah! and I can't hear them. You know, uh, that's it. So I don't know if a live concert is something I'd like to go to. You know what I mean? The most you get is bragging rights. The, the other stuff you get is trampled on cause those crowds, they don't, they don't calm down. You know what I mean? Hysteria is real, especially mass hysteria. And they're aware of this. The venues have rules for that reason. They also have a limited amount of people they could put in. I'm kind of glad I didn't go to the Ramstein concert now because the same thing does happen there where they just go crazy. This was a thing back then, right? Mosh pits, you guys remember that? People would run in circles, push each other, punch each other in the face. There were mass fights because of the music playing. And some bands would encourage it. The only problem is... They, um, you know, they're left with the bill, so it is what it is, I guess. I wouldn't condone those actions, you know, if I was at a show and I saw that, I'd either get out of there or try to stop it, but knowing how crowds work, I would just get out of there, because I'm one man, you know what I mean? Maybe it was just a thing back then, I haven't been to concerts in a while, so if that's no longer a thing, someone let me know, because it's just every band that I used to like, they're just, they're gone, man. The other day I was listening to Rise Against... I haven't heard them in years. Like, I think five or six at this point. And it hit different. I mean, it's just like... Again, nostalgia is a real powerful thing. So I was hearing them, and I just thought, I, I, I can't. So I just paused it, went about my day without music. It's getting to a point where I'm, like, overwhelmed with the amount of music stuff that I have. That's why I'm thinking of getting rid of my playlist altogether, which is, like... I think like 10 hours of not like more than 10 hours of music, basically a shit ton. I could leave it playing for all day and I wouldn't hear the whole thing. But at the same time, who knows? There's some songs there I might not find again. There's some songs on Spotify that I have on my liked playlist that are not gonna like, I can't take them off, but I can't listen to them because Spotify themselves took it down 
and it says this song's like if you try to play it it'll skip over it because it's not technically on the website anymore one of these songs in particular is called what is it called um the entire history of russia um it's set to the Tetris theme, you know, you know, like that. It's by Pig with the Face of a Boy. If you find it on YouTube, listen to it. It's really good. It's actually genuinely really, really good. And it does teach you a lot of the history of Russia. So it's one of those songs that, yes, it's a bit of a school subject kind of thing where it's safe to hear at school. If you're a teacher, play it to your kids who are learning history and they'll love it. They'll absolutely love it. I know I did. I absolutely loved it. But, you know. It's not on Spotify anymore, so you have to find the YouTube video. I almost guarantee, like, I can guarantee that it was on those old YouTube channels, too. Like, like I think 10 years ago, you would have played it for a classroom full of kids, and they would have loved it. But, I don't know, man. I guess there were some legal issues with the, uh, with the band, from what I've heard. That's the most I've heard. I guess they just stopped paying Spotify, so their music was taken off. But it's still on YouTube. Along with my historic taste in music, there's Sarkovsky. I hope I'm pronouncing that right who um, made a classical piece, right? Which is fine, normal. Everyone knows, like, classical music is, like, the OG, you know? Like, it's just instrumental. But this guy went above and beyond because he implemented 16 war cannons to be fired when he was done. <laughs> Literally. Like, not, like, obviously there's no sound effects, right? Um, back then, anyway. The song calls for 16 war cannons to be fired. So that's a hell of a thing to end a, uh, end a song with, you know what I mean? If you guys don't know what song I'm talking about, if you watch the old cartoons where there's a song that goes... Yeah, the original song calls for 16 war cannons to be fired. And a lot of people have made jokes that in order to play the song, you need an entire orchestra, 16 cannons, and a fucking church. So, make up that what you will. I will not try to replicate Tarkovsky. My dumbass was saying it wrong. It's Tchaikovsky. I'm so stupid. Sorry, I have dumb brain right now. I haven't slept well. Wait. Yes, I have. I've been sleeping for eight hours. Very good. Look, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Before I recorded this episode, not only did I have to gather over 16,000 songs and try my hardest to listen to as many as I could, I had to do all this without my magic mind. And unfortunately, I have to order some more, but I don't have much money right now. Um, if it's up to the Patreon, that'd be different. You know what I mean? I've only had one patron for the last year, like the whole year, like full 24, um, 12 months. <laughs> Jesus. If I'm sounding like I'm asking for handouts, handouts, I am not. At least check out the merch store. But we now have a link tree. That's going to be in the description, and it's made it's made life so much easier. Back to the music topic. There's a song called Run Boy Run by Woodkid. Listen, I know genres like I know... Like, it's my science. I studied it for years, right? And even when I got out of college, I studied on my own. The only problem is, I really can't tell you what genre that song is. Performance music? I don't know. It's one of those songs you can hear while you're at the gym. And you might end up running a marathon, you know what I mean? But it's not aggressive, like metal. It's like, polished metal? Fine, we'll call it polished metal, why not? Although there's no guitars in it, or drums. It's very good, don't get me wrong. Oh, wow. That hurt, that hurt, my stomach hurts. But yeah, Woodkid, Run Boy Run. If anyone could tell me what genre of music that is, I would love to hear it, because I can't pin it down. 
There's too many genres of music, man. Like, everyone wants to be unique. But, you know, you know the old saying, always remember, you are unique, just like everybody else. Which is, um, counterintuitive, but, you know, it, it's true. There's not a single person on this planet who you will have everything in common with. And you know what? That's fine. It's actually good. It's good for you. And I don't know. What am I going off on? I need a coffee. Hold up. I was actually mentioning to Roman something earlier. Um, I wanted to show him um, a video where four years ago, Post Malone and 21 Savage were making a song, right? They were playing live. And 21 Savage comes in and he just botches the fucking entry. He has a... From what I'm starting to notice, right? He has a history of fucking up his live shows. There's a reason I don't want to go to live shows if it's like a pop song. You know what I mean? Because those tickets not only cost thousands of dollars, which is, you know, an absurd amount of money, but good bands, like decent bands, will charge 10 to 20 bucks because they don't want a paywall separating them from their fans. You know what I mean? They want it to be something that if they can charge as little as possible, they still will. The Cure, who's been one of the greatest bands, you know, in the underground goth rock scene is still only charging 20 bucks. Not only that, when Ticketmaster increased the price without telling them, they went on their ass and said, lower the price or we're fucking done. And yeah, they did it. Because The Cure gives a shit about their fans. These big pop stars, they do not. It's a little different, you know? If you like the music, you like the music. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't go for a second thinking, this person is speaking specifically to me. You are a number to them. It's that simple. In the music world, the modern music world, it's all business. That's really how it is to people, right? You gotta understand, when the numbers get big enough, you can't differentiate one from the four, you know what I mean? When there's millions of people, you can't look at number, fan number 67841 and go, that's my favorite one, that's the one who I'm singing about. Some people do, you know? Some artists go out of their way and go, hey, this one specific fan, I absolutely love them. Not all of them, though, okay? The Cure, on the other hand, I'm pretty sure they still do that. I love them, you know? They're great. Yeah, I, I don't know if you could tell. Goth rock, I used to not like it. Now it's one of my favorite genres. And I don't know. It's just funny to me seeing that because this is pretty recent too. The whole Ticketmaster thing that happened last month. That's how that's how recent the story is. I think I mentioned it before actually. Hey hey hey! Now we're getting somewhere. Hey, check this out. Okay, some time ago I mentioned Afro Man was getting sued by the police officers, right? That broke into his house. And then he used it for a music video. All right, let me start over. Okay, Afro Man had his house broken into, right? There was no probable cause for it. They just felt, you know, they said, oh, there was probable cause. We got to break in, right? Guess what fucking happened, right? Okay, well, after that, I'm spilling some tea here, okay? Okay, after that, Afro Man made a music video with the, with the camera footage that was in his home, right? This is the same cameras that before the cops found out they were being recorded and shattered, by the way. These cops, when they found out they were being recorded, they went up to the recording box, they broke it to pieces. Sketchy, I know, very sketchy. However, Afro Man decided to take those video segments and he made a song with it, basically saying, are you guys going to pay for this shit, you know? It's a song roasting them. With them in the video. Which, by the way, they never found anything in his house. I think they found some weed, but, you know, it's Afro Man, so what do you expect? Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, the cops tried to sue them because, hey, that's us in the video. You can't use that. Well, the ACLU aligns with Afro Man in police lawsuit over Ray Turn music video. So, Afro Man won the fucking lawsuit. I'm not even joking. Good. Good for him. 
honestly, I think that's that's probably the best. You know what I mean? Because they abused their power, but at the same time, Afro Man wasn't going to sit back and let them. I know that Afro Man was absolutely alive during the um, all the shit that happened in the 90s with people doing the same thing, right? All the riots and everything. But yeah, happy ending all around. Because he won the lawsuit, music video is going to stay up. And um, let's just see what goes from there, you know what I mean? Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. There will be another segment of the music episodes later. I think I'm going to upload more onto my Patreon. I'm going to upload them there, you know, just for people who are in- invested in it. You could pay a dollar a month and you'll have access to all of them. But at the same time, there's other stuff there too. I also recently posted exclusive content like whatever's not on YouTube yet. You know, you get background stuff. You know what I mean? It's just a dollar a month. That's all it is. There's also a $5 tier, $1 or $5, whichever you want. I don't charge more. There is an option to give more. You don't have to, but you can. I much prefer if you just give like a buck or something. And even if you don't, my stuff's free. You know what I mean? You're fine. But yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meat Weed Podcast. We now have a link tree, which is making it way easier for me because, my God, there's so many links. And I was posting them each and every one in every, you know, episode description, which I was getting tired of doing because they were doing this thing now, right? RSS was getting to the point where it was just kind of falling apart. It wasn't looking good. And I didn't want that to be to distract people from the episode, which you'd be surprised. It actually does. One more thing. You may have noticed this episode is a bit louder. I have noticed that my old, I've been comparing my podcast to other people's. Mine is very quiet. And that's no fault of theirs or it's on my end. Okay. I'm not, I'm not the best at editing. At least I thought I was, you know, I thought I was pretty good, but now I know the volume has been a little quiet. So I'm going to put it a little higher this time. All right. See you guys next week.